You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at macy's.com slash purpose. I actually couldn't tell you two apart at the beginning. And then as I was starting to like, look at you two. And then I was like, okay, I know who Brie is. I know who Nikki is. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, I love you. The bows are getting back. And we have a podcast. Part of that success is being open books. I think it would be amazing to do a comeback. It's so good though. <laughs> like this is so good. Like I want to do this all the time now. And now coming to the mic. Nikki and Brie Bella. This is the Bella's Podcast. Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast, everyone. This week, we're opening up with a little Sister Sunday wine. Um, this past weekend, we went to Peugeot Winery. Brie and I didn't realize Peugeot was French. How did we not? We didn't. And um, of course, like always, the Bellas always bring back a bunch of wine from wherever they taste. So oh. we're opening up with the 50-50, which was one of our favorites at the tasting. So 50-50 for always what we tell people when they're like, who's who? And we're like, it's a 50-50 chance. Oh. Yes. Uh, we did. We, so if you go back and look at my reel on Instagram, when I was videoing the 50-50 bottle, I did a little zoom in on you, Breezy. Oh, I know. I saw that. I want to kind of start a new thing unless it's already been started or maybe even 10 years ago, but like you're my 50-50. I like right? it. Is that cute? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I, That's I good. think it's amazing. 50-50. Yeah, I feel like I've never heard that before. Right. I feel like you're kind of jealous because you didn't think of it. No, I like the 50-50. Kind of jealous maybe that there's already a wine called that, but this wine is delicious. And um, if you are in Napa, actually, Piju is a place I recommend. Yeah. Unfortunately, this week, I don't get to be sitting right next to Nikki. So we are many miles apart. We are. So Nikki, tell us how you were this morning. You got to do Daily Pop. She's a host right now. She's co-hosting. Oh, do you call it sub-hosting? Co, co. But I'm still being a co-host. So for the week, I'll be a co-host. You're sub-hosting. <laughs> I'm sub-co-hosting this week on Daily Pop, which is a lot of fun. Let's talk about something else that's pretty extreme, Brie. What? AGT Extreme. Please tell me you saw the latest episode. I did. I will say I am hooked. I feel like everyone is hooked. I felt the first night 
your guys' season premiere was unreal. And I didn't think you could go higher than that. And you guys are. So it's actually been, it's really exciting to watch. Yeah. And it is like the most incredible feeling. I mean, you were with me when I got the text about AGT extreme being the number one show for Monday night on TV. And that feeling, I mean, you were right there. I got like, couldn't stop jumping up and down. We actually hugged, which we never hug and got like full body chills. But that was like so incredible to hear. And like, it's amazing to be on a show like this. And like, just, it's incredible. I I just can't stop always being like, I feel so lucky, pinch me. I'm so honored, you know what I mean? (laughs) But I really am. And I think it's because it's just been the most fun that I have had on a set that I just absolutely love it. Well, I'm very proud of you and it's been really fun. So if you guys haven't, make sure to catch Nikki on AGT Extreme. You can watch it on NBC Monday nights. And then also you can catch it streaming with Peacock. But there's also another show that people are enjoying as well. Wipeout, which is on TBS every Tuesday, 8, 7 central. And we are lucky enough to have one of the hosts on our show. She's also a Sports Illustrated model, an actress, a jewelry designer, and an activist, which I can't wait to pick her brain about. And we all know she loves dancing. So up next, we have Camille Caustic. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much 
that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry to healthy, low sugar condiments, Mm -hmm. everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an international delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, so you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista. And now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this and I can't wait to hear what dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Um, Camille, thank you for coming onto the show. It actually feels not too long ago that we saw you at Super Bowl. I am so 
pumped that this is happening. I knew that we were going to be talking, but I'm happy that I met you first because now I'm like, these are my girls. Yeah. Like we're just gonna, we're just gonna have a little convo, continue what we started in LA. So I'm so happy and very starstruck. I hope you couldn't tell. No. We kept it. Oh, <laughs> really? We couldn't tell at all. Oh my gosh. You were the first people that I saw when I walked into the party and I was like, holy shit these smokes so beautiful like I actually couldn't tell you two apart at the beginning and then as I was starting to like look at you two and then I was like okay I know who Brie is I know who Nikki is okay oh my god I love you yeah so Nikki usually has the dark cloud over her head when is this joke gonna end Brie there's nothing but sunshine over here and I felt like that when we met we just like instantly clicked and I wish Mm -hmm. we could have hung out more but as we all know Super Bowl weekend is insane um, there's yeah, always right. a ton of stuff going on, but what a great weekend. I think we kind of all noticed it from the SAG awards. I don't know if you guys got to watch it, but Super mm-hmm. Bowl gave me the similar feels where it feels like people are like ready to come out. Like it, it was the coming out party. Yes. People were like, let's get together again. Let's put on our good clothes. Let's have some fun. You want to know what you just said, put your good clothes on. This is where you two take the MVP award from that party because you were both wearing sneakers and I showed up in high heels because (laughs) it had been so long since I had like back to back to back, like carpets, parties. And you want to show up and see people you haven't seen in a while and like look your best. But when you can't walk at that point, like it was a 2 p.m. party and I was already hurting. And it was also Saturday. It was like the end of the week. And I made a huge mistake because I pretty much only dropped it low for the TikTok. And then when um, Meg the Stallion came out and Doja Cat and stuff, like I couldn't dance with you girls because I was hurt. Yeah. I was like sitting. I was like taking a knee. I was tired. See, we used to make that mistake though back in the day. And we were like, once your feet hurt, game over. Like your night's uh, Yeah, fun. your day mm-hmm. and night's ruined. Like there's no more fun. It's like worse than being hangry. It's like when the feet hurt, it's like, it's time to go to bed. It's time to get home. Yep. Right. And I feel like Super Bowl is the one place where the red carpets you get away for being more sporty, which I love. Oh, totally. We all got the same memo of like sporty chic. Yeah. Like, yes. You did the sneakers with a dress. You had the leather pants. I did a couple of those looks. Actually, that night I was inspired by you and I actually packed a pair of Reebok sneakers. Yeah, yeah. And then I walked the carpet and heels, put the sneakers on. And oh, then it was nice. a good night. And I brought out my WWE legs. I spray tan like I think four times. I got them <laughs> where it looked like I was wearing pantyhose. Can I hear what I recently heard with AGT Extreme that you can say now outdoor elevated. So like if you get a stylist, oh. you ask for outdoor elevated. Ooh, I didn't know how to describe it. Party. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, outdoor elevated. It's good. Well, we gotta get into everything that you do, Camille, because you do so many great things and you've done so many amazing great things. But we first gotta talk about wipeout, right, Brie? We gotta get into that. Yes. I mean Wipeout is back. I don't know why I get joy out of seeing people crash and fall, but we have to know you get the front row look at these people going in. Like when I saw the dads out there, you know, pumped up the minute they do that course, they come down pretty hard. But how is it hosting Wipeout? Uh, It's one of those things that you, I feel like you girls are the same way where you have grown up having all these aspirations and dreams. And then you're just like checking them off. You know, maybe it wasn't, I want to one day have a podcast. It was like, be a part of WWE and have this and have a TV show. And then like podcasts came. A lot of people know me through like sports illustrated swimsuit and modeling and stuff, but TV and being the host of a national television show is like bucket list, little Camille since I was probably like, 
I don't even know, like seven years old, like doing TV was something I always used to ask my mom, like, how do I get inside the TV and do that? And I went to school for journalism. My high school had this like world renowned television studio. So I was like really lucky to have an idea and a passion so young. So that was something to me that like I've been working for and waiting for, for so long. And then, um, 2020, the year of the, you know, the pandemic, I never would have thought that something so major would come in that moment of getting to do like a virtual audition and, um, a chemistry read online and, you know, having everyone and TBS in a green room and, you know, sweating from the living room of my house, hoping I could get this job. And like, I always wanted to be a television host, but I never, I never really knew what that niche was. And this is a perfect example of like, trust the process, right time, right place, like right people, because Wipeout is a family show. You know, they don't hand me a script. I get to be myself every day when I show up. Like I don't have to, you know, spend extra time studying the night before. I just get to be in the moment, talk to the contestants, get to tell their stories and then truly react, whether it's good or bad to the millions of wipeouts that I see. So uh, it's like a dream come true for me. I walk, when I drive to set every day, it's like the sun goes up and it's showtime. Yeah. Like, and this is it. We're out in the middle of a ranch and this broadcast nationwide. And I've been waiting for this. So I'm sure you've had those moments and that wipeout's one of those for sure. Well, and you do an incredible job because I mean, you don't know what's going to get thrown at you. Like mm-hmm. even when I was watching and you had team farty and feet. <laughs> And I was like, but the way you played off it with them and the way, like, I mean, those are like some really crazy balls getting thrown your way, but you do an incredible job at like keeping it going, making it really entertaining and your energy, you just have great energy on television. You know what? I was actually talking to, um, Michael Strahan and he was saying, you know, when, when you do TV, for as much as there's great action and contestants and people involved, there's times where you have to make a glass of water seem like it's the best thing TV has ever seen. And there's definitely a lot of moments in Wipeout where maybe I'm not vibing with the contestants or their stories are like, they want to talk about how they fart all day long. And like, that's how they found their partner. And I have to, instead of being like, you guys are nasty. Like you can't do that. You know? So I'd be like, Oh my God, how romantic. You know? <laughs> so it definitely like pushes yeah. me to the limit and allows me to be like a big kid. Like that's what wipeout is. It's a playground for adults. And I definitely feel at home there. Um, I'm a big sister. So I feel like I've always kind of been like a big kid and Rob, I feel like He's a big kid. So mm-hmm. between just everything, Wipeout feels very at home for me. <laughs> and I love what you said earlier too, like when something just fits and when you trust the process and like how something perfect just comes along. And I think, and you probably have realized that, that like you shine in those moments you've done, you know, other things, but when that right fit comes along, it's like you shine. And then so many more people become connected to you. Have you felt that like doing this show already? of like more of connection with fans and, you know, other people in the industry. I'm sure you, you girls know, cause you've probably dipped your toes in a lot of things that there's some things that come naturally and dry to the right people so organically. And there's other things that like, we've had to try a little bit harder mm-hmm. and I don't really have the time and the energy for the things where I have to try harder or feel like I have to people please and stuff. And this, like all of the uh, producers and the, um, the camera crew and the people that I'm with every single day and, you know, the higher ups that I don't see all the time, but just are in the email threads or whatever. Everyone is just so easy to work with. So kind. I don't feel stressed. I don't feel pressure on set. Like I just feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. So definitely when I say like right time, right place, it's not just for the job. It's truly like the energy that surrounds that work that allows me to come back each time. You know, I'm 
hopeful that each season is successful so that I can come back yeah. again because I love it. And I miss it so much. I, I even still talk to like the second ADs and the camera people. And we all like FaceTime each other sometimes and we can't wait for the next season. Mm. So it's uh, I love things that just flow. And then there's a lot of people that come on the show that I, you know, I hope I see again that are even contestants and stuff. And I find them on social media and all that good stuff. That's when you do know it's, it's meant to be. And Nicole and I were talking about this. Would you ever do the course? Cause we were talking, if we would do the course, yeah. it's intense. You would do it. Have you done it at all yet? Or no, they won't let me, but here's the thing. So there's the qualifier, then there's the gauntlet. And then there's the finale. If I had to choose a course, I would choose the gauntlet to fully commit to the whole thing. Uh, I would do it. I would do it. I would just need a good partner that would like cheer ah. me on and help me out. Like, and make mm. me feel good. If I was like, I want to give up. Yeah. <laughs> See, Nicole, we wouldn't be good together for it. What do you mean? We would, I think we'd be amazing for the course together. Oh, you two would be so good. When we yeah. get in competitive situations, if we're on the same team, we do amazing. Actually, that is true. And then when we go against each other, I beat you. I mean, we'd be crying laughing. <laughs> I'd be crying laughing though. The minute you wiped out, I wouldn't even know if I could do the course because I'd be laughing so hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually better when people laugh at their partners because then it just becomes a stressful situation because it is a little bit hard when you have a daughter and their dad going on. Because even I am if it were me and my dad running the course, like I would be crying. I'd be like, Dad, are you okay? Like I would be a mess. I would have to go with someone like Rob, and be like, ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's true. Rob would actually be a good one because I can see how you both would get help each other. Yeah, he and his brothers would be hilarious. Yeah. And even their dad. Actually, one of the brothers is here and he wanted to say hi. They said oh, they met you in like Miami. Yeah. There's is it Miami? Oh, Miami WrestleMania. But what Super Bowl did we see all of them Miami coming in, dancing? I think see, it was Mojo, oh, their good friend. Yeah. He used to yeah. wrestle. So we know Mojo Rollins really I well. I think it was Miami Super Bowl because we were just talking about it, but maybe maybe they're wrong. Probably probably everything starts wrong. to blur. They're probably right. And it was so long ago. And I remember the the dad being with them. Mm-hmm. I was just like, man, I can't imagine those Christmas parties. Oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which we're going to have to pick your brain about that later. But um, so I'm actually really excited to talk about this. I was watching your five years with Sports Illustrated video. Congratulations yeah. on five years with Sports yeah. Illustrated. Thank you. Your covers are gorgeous. All the modeling pictures that you do are just breathtaking. Thank but you. what Thank really blew my mind is how you were saying doing these photo shoots on these beaches and being around the ocean so much that you were really drawn to the garbage that you see and how you just picking up trash, picking up plastic, which kind of connected you to four oceans that you were an ambassador for. And I love the part that you said in there where you were like thinking about the sea animals Mm -hmm. and that they don't have a voice and that you want to be a voice for them. Mm -hmm. And that's why you became an ambassador for four oceans. So I kind of want to pick your brain with that because I feel like so many people in the world, we, we always hear the word climate change, global warming, um, make a smaller footprint, carbon footprint. And everyone's always like, well, how, what would we do? And I was like, oh my gosh, perfect. Camille can talk about what you did. I mean, you went out there, picked up trash on your own, and then now you're with a charity group. So tell our listeners just like the ways that you could help. Yeah. Um, clean up the beaches. I want to start off by saying, I always struggled with like the where to begin because I'm somebody who thinks on a big, like a, 
the biggest spectrum. Like how can I reach as many people as possible and impact them? Okay. Where do I begin? And for me, I was almost like, I was like limiting myself from getting going because I was constantly searching for like, okay, it's one thing to volunteer at the nearest homeless shelter, but how can I help in all other places? Cause this is happening everywhere in the world. Okay. Mm -hmm. So all of these oceans are full of trash, but like, how can I clean up all of them? Like, and then I realized I just have to start with one thing and that's looking down on my feet and picking up right, like what's in front of me. As soon as I started doing that and then sharing a little bit about like, this is what I do. This is how I like to clean up. This is how it makes me feel better. Like I also believe in karma and different things like that. And I was constantly looking for a place that could, that I could connect with and be the face of or an ambassador for, because I knew that there was someone out there that was doing something on a bigger scale. And it's one of those things where like, put something out into the universe, you will get it back tenfold. And even with something as simple as picking up trash on a beach or in the ocean or wherever you are. And I was on a ferry in my car and there was a car in front of me that had a bumper sticker that said four ocean on it. And I was like, what is that? That is my sign. I am like, you're going to learn a lot about me. Oh I'm my like, God. This is my sign. And that's how green I are. Yeah. And I, when I tell you, I went to the Hamptons for like, just like this little girl's trip. And I was talking to them in the car as we were on the ferry going to the Hamptons. I really want to connect with this because we were cleaning up a lot of trash before we got on the ferry. And then we were there and I was like, do you guys know anybody? And they were like trying to think of different organizations. And there were some that we saw that I was like, no, I want to hit something on a broader, like a broader field, like something that's really going to have like this huge outreach, but they just need help getting the word out. And I saw the bumper sticker. I looked it up and I went to go send them a message. And when I went to go DM, them a message to be like, I really want to be involved. I really want to help put the, push this message. They had messaged me six months prior and I just didn't see it yet. It was just like buried. So it was like, Oh my gosh, ask and you shall receive. So that's how the partnership started. And, um, but no, I just, the biggest takeaway from all of what I just said is just start somewhere. Like if it mm-hmm. means rolling down your window and giving someone, you know, um, goldfish that you have in your car, like someone who's like, looking for food or looking for money, like give them what you can, because that energetic exchange right there is like, I can't even explain. It's like some buzzy, beautiful feeling. And that one thing can raise the positive polarity of the earth by like 70%. Mm -hmm. Like you just exchanging one beautiful thing, one kind word, one smile, one dollar, one anything that you can, this sensation that you get in your body literally is something that's like so incredible. And I was talking to someone who's like really into spirituality. And she had said to me, doing one kind thing for someone can raise the positive polarity of the earth by 70%. That's how beautiful doing kind things can be for the collective as a whole. So I don't know if I sound like a crazy person to some people, but it's no, that meant a lot to me. Like doing something so small feels very like, ah, this wasn't so impactful, but it is just know that it is. Totally. And you know, what I find incredible is that here, your career, you know, you're um, modeling, you're doing this one thing, then you find this passion in helping the climate, which then leads you to your next career of making jewelry, which you have dune jewelry. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome that a percentage of the proceeds from there helps out mm-hmm. coastal preservation. I mean, I find that just by being good, it's amazing how it's like, like you said, the karma just keeps going. It, whatever you give out, it always comes back in some beautiful way. And you've proven that. And you become aligned with other people who think like-minded, like even right now talking to you about this, it is so rare 
And I feel like you girls will know this. It is very rare to go on a podcast and talk about charity and talking about right. giving back. Yeah. It is very rare. They, a lot of people want to get down to the nitty gritty of relationships or drama or like talk about this and also inspire, but it's rare that anyone has ever brought this up. So I am like, my heart's like beating fast. I'm like, holy shit. It was the like, thing that shined oh. to me because I feel like, you know, and our listeners will appreciate this, but I do, I feel like people out there, they need to hear it. Because sometimes they don't see, you know, people with these massive platforms or celebrities that they feel like are just going all around the world doing this glamorous stuff. They don't see the parts that they're doing behind the cameras and, you know, not everyone will talk about it. And I was so like, it stood out to me like this big golden star when you were talking about it in your interview, I was just like, wow. Thank you. Yeah. And it's just so amazing to see that side of you because, you know, we, we get to see so many of the sides, you know, whether it's Instagram or on TV, but I love finding the beautiful side in people and the side that truly creates an impact and can change the world. I was actually just talking about that earlier today with someone that, that it's nice to have that impact side and do something where, you know, can truly help make a difference. Absolutely. And, you know, take advantage of these platforms because at at the end of the day, that's why we come on. And that's what Brie and I love about having a platform is truly actually shining light. Shine light through all those radios mm-hmm. and wherever they're listening to their podcast, but shine that light through. Right. Do you find that, because this is something for me, you girls were saying that, you know, typically when you, when you look on my social media accounts or you go and you look at these things, you don't, you won't typically find a lot of for ocean or anything else that I've ever even spoken about in interviews or just because I wasn't asked and stuff like that. But I have a hard time pulling my camera out when I'm doing charity, unless I'm being asked about it or I talk about it. I actually don't film it. And even though I want to sometimes, or other times I don't want to, or I'm like, you know what, next time I'll pull the camera. It just doesn't feel right. Even though there is a beauty of like seeing it, being inspired, spreading awareness, but I just always have a, such a hard time filming that stuff. Therefore, it doesn't show up on my page that people will look at at a glance to get an idea of who I am. Yeah. Well, you know what? I've always, it's like when your heart is happy, it's crazy how you live present. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because I notice that some of my happiest moments are moments that I'm just feel like I'm thriving or shining. Like I'm so present that I don't even think of like, you know, recording or taking a photo. And then later I'll be like, oh man, that would have been a great moment to capture. But it was like, yeah, you were living it. Like you just stayed in that moment. But what's cool is it's important to notice those moments. Like what are the moments that don't make us pull out our phones or feel bored in a way? What are the moments that make us feel present? And a lot of time it does deal with nature. A lot of times it does deal with helping people. It deals with these moments. Like even so many times people will tell me like, Brie, like show us gardening, show us like when you're cooking, doing those, but those are the times where I'm just lost in moments of like mm-hmm. beauty without doors or with my kids laughing. Like last night I was cooking dinner and Birdie was coloring these dinosaurs. So as I'm chopping food, I'm having a conversation with my four and a half year old, but I don't want to film that. I don't want to ruin that moment with her. And she was telling me the most outrageous stuff about mm-hmm. these dinosaurs. And I didn't want her to think that needs to be on camera. So I don't film that. I don't take pictures, but you're right. Yeah. When we're living just that really present part of our lives, we don't capture it. We don't post it. So people don't understand it. Wow. That's powerful. I couldn't agree more. So you probably do vision boards. Bree and I are big with vision boards. What else is on that vision board? Like, and we could just do career wise, like career wise, um, you know, you've done so much, but what else is it that you want to do? 
career, I, I don't even have, I mean it wholeheartedly when I say everything that I'm doing right now is everything that I ever wanted to do. Like auditioning for movies. And I, I would say, um, I'm such a blabbermouth that I could definitely see myself doing a podcast. I was talking to you girls about it, but I was like, I don't think I could, I would have to like seasonally do it. I don't think I could because just actually, this is a perfect follow-up question. What we were just talking about. It is so hard for me to film the things that I am passionate about, like to help others and, or, or even the interactions of the people that I meet on sets or day to day or in the grocery store, the people who's paths you cross that like are meant to be at those times, whether it's someone in the holistic healing space, you know, there's so many people that I talk to that work with Rob that have to do with like uh, sports therapy. And they talk to me about like simply drinking the right kind of water and um, meeting other people who have to do with like eliminating plastic in your life and those things. But every time I have these conversations and I have these things to share, I'm not going to Instagram story or like Instagram post it. I would love Mm. to be able to have a place to be like, come on and let's talk. And the right people will will tap in and tune in and uh, take what they can from it. But um, I think that would be the, something. But um, for me, I feel like I live in a lot of different condos around the world and I really want a home. So a big thing of my my vision board <laughs> is like a rustic, modern farmhouse. So I have a lot of pictures of that because I feel like the space that you live in reflects your career, your love life, your health, your attitude. Mm-hmm. So that's like something I really, my, I'm like working towards buying a house. And in order to do that, I got to keep hustling. So, um, yeah, just that, um, I have a lot of like plants on my vision board to symbolize like health and eating clean. A lot of the things are just, I still look at, I have like a microphone on it for like podcasts, X, TV, sports illustrated will forever be on it because you're not promised a spot each year. So you don't take it for granted oh. when you get that call every time. So like even just being an SI for year five, I just found out like a little bit ago and I have to be honest. Like I, I was sweating. Like I was sad. Like I felt like I was going through a breakup <laughs> for a minute because I just, I, you don't know if you're going to be called back or if, you know, you're going to take a hiatus. So I was like, Oh my God. And you know, it felt my shoot was the week of that two twenty two twenty two manifestation portal. Oh. I turned 30 this mm. week. I just, all of the things. Oh. So oh my gosh, it's been a magical year for you. Yeah. I love that. Well, you too, know what I, Your podcast can kind of go off the hashtag that you made famous on your Instagram never not, yeah, never not <laughs> because you are moving around all over the place all the time. But to do it in a very positive, energetic way, you're always talking with strangers and there's all these different things in your life that you do bring light to. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, I have to talk to you about this hashtag that you did create that Mm -hmm. I I went and looked at it and a lot of people do dances or they hashtag it, but what made you want to create that? Never not dancing. That was something that um, I don't even know what year, maybe 2016 or 2017. And I, I was doing a photo shoot in New York city and they had to like switch the lighting and the stuff on the set. And they were like, Camille, do not move. And I was like, no problem. But of course they play like epic music when you're on set to like keep the vibes high. So I started dancing and they're like, you're just never not dancing all the time. Like just stay still. And someone, and I think it was like the makeup artist or the hair person was filming me and it's again, those moments are the best caption when you don't know you're being filmed. And I remember she was like, I took the cutest video of you. And she showed me when we wrapped the set and she was like, you're just never not dancing and you just won't stop. And you just, you're just great energy and all this other stuff. She's like, I took this cute video of you and she showed it to me. I was like, wait, I really like that. 
And I uploaded it. And this was before like videos and reels were like cool or popular on Instagram timelines. And I uploaded it and it was like the most comments and views and likes that I had like ever noticed. And I was like, people like when I dance, like, and it's not, I'm a professional dancer. And I was just like being like goofy to, I don't even know, like a Mariah Carey song or Janet Jackson, some like great hit. And I just remember people responding to it being like, post more of this. And I was like, okay, that's super easy. Unplanned dancing moments, no problem. And then I just kept hashtagging never not dancing. And then other people started doing it. And I did it because I love to dance one, two. I liked that it was very in the moment. It started to get a little awkward when like people wanted more dance videos, but I didn't have anyone like being like, okay, three, two, one, film me. And I don't know. So yeah. I had to film it myself, <laughs> which I think, I don't know. It, it changed. It, it made it a little bit more awkward. I started dancing to the camera. I was like, I don't like this. It then became like a, like dance is a universal language. You don't mm-hmm. have to speak the same language to understand having a good time, smiling, getting movement in. And it just became almost like this positive movement. And that's what I like that. It just kind of happened. I mean, the, there's one instance that to this day, like moves me like crazy. I mean, I was putting them up all the time and there was a young girl who was, she's probably a young teen. She was in the hospital and she had DM'd me that she was struggling with cancer and that she felt like she, you know, every day that she was there, it was really hard to like fight for her life. And she felt really uh, like she wanted to give up and was like, you know what, like, this is a, this is a hard battle. I, I can't even imagine she wrote this really hefty um, paragraph and she was just talking about how she was really sick and all this other stuff. But what she loved was when I would upload the dance videos, she was like, oh my God, I have to keep fighting. I want to get out in the world and be able to dance. And I want to film myself dancing and I want to share this with everybody. And it makes me want to dance with my friends and it makes me want to get back out into life and like be happy and healthy. And she said it and I was like, wow, the way that just a goofy dance video can impact somebody and that I would have never known if she didn't take the time to do that. I think I sent her a voice note back and I sent her a video and I, and I like typed back. I just, I really wanted to let her know that I would never, was never going to forget that. I've shared the story many times. I was like, I'm going to keep dancing for you. I'm going to keep sharing this even when I don't feel like it. Um, so I was super inspired by her. Um, but it turned into this positive movement of like, no matter where you are, what you're doing, sitting down, standing up, you're limited. No matter what it is, anyone can dance in the car, on the bar, their grandparent, whatever. So that's that's the heart and soul of Never Not Dancing. Yeah, and I love that because there is there's something freeing about it. And it is crazy, like you said, when you dance and you're watching someone dance or you see it, it's contagious. It makes you feel good. It never makes you feel bad. You can't dance and be sad. No, you always smile. Yeah. There's no way. Mm-mm. No, uh-huh. I mean, I feel like sometimes my kids angry dance. They might look at me like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, but overall, I mean, it is happy. I do have one more thing I'd like to ask. Yes. Is, you know, I think it's really incredible. You're 30 years old. You've accomplished so much. When I was watching one of your interviews, you said that when you were a young girl and you said it earlier, so seven years old, your dream was to be a TV host and also a dancer, which you did. You, you got a certified bar instructor mm-hmm. license, Broadway. You went to Broadway dance center, in New York. Um, you were an NFL Patriots cheerleader mm-hmm. and you got to experience Super Bowl with them winning, which I could only imagine how incredible, right? But here you are 30 and the dreams you set as a child came true. What would you say to our listeners 
young, old, men, women, but what would you say to people who have dreams who are really trying to accomplish them? Because you have, and mm -hmm. you know, through the ups and downs, because there's always downs in your journey. What would you tell someone if they ask, like, how did you do it? Like, how do we do it? I don't have all the answers and I never did. And I think that that alone could have been something that would like self-doubt would start to set in and limitations are being like, I don't have enough money and things like that. Just know that there's nothing. I talk about energy a lot. Like take a shot mm -hmm. every time I say the word energy. If you're watching this, mm -hmm. I feel like blacked out. <laughs> I say it all the time, <laughs> but there is nothing more powerful than believing yourself. I always say no one will work harder for you than you. You can have a team and a support mm -hmm. system and mom and dad and friends, and they could believe in you. But at the end of the day, it's you that walks into that room. It's you that pursues that. It's you who has to like go within and understand that like struggles and are part of the journey. There would be nothing to talk about on podcasts and interviews. There would be, there to tell stories, to inspire others. If it were easy, if there were a bunch of handouts, like know that right. patience, timing, uh, struggles, um, being let down, being sad, <laughs> sitting in a state of depression, you're not a failure. You're normal. You're a human being with feelings because mm -hmm. for as much as I am bubbly and outgoing, I have my moments of like under the covers crying. Like I want to give up. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, or this is hard or how do I sustain this? Or how do I, if I say, if I don't seize every opportunity, then like we live in this world. That's like, if you're not getting up and going every single day, someone's going to get ahead of you just to know you are your biggest competition. So my, mm. my biggest advice is just the reset is as much as the hard work, like the rest and recovery is very much needed. I'm big into meditation, reflecting because time keeps going. Like we keep moving. So stop and reflect because that alone gives me the juice and the motivation when I do feel like I need to stop or I want to stop or something isn't going my way. Or I don't know if I failed at something so many times, but it's led me to everything that I have now. And it allows me to actually be a big blabbermouth and talk about those things because it would literally be the most boring interview and we, we probably all wouldn't have, an, wouldn't have the eyes and the ears of, you know, fans or listeners if we were like, mm -hmm, I got this first try, <laughs> you know, I woke up like this, like, no. So, um, I would just say my biggest advice is just two things. No one works harder for you than you. So take advice, be motivated by others, but do it your own way you have your own path. And two, Believe in yourself because if you don't, no one else will. So truly believe in you and trust your craft and what it is that you're passionate about backed by a purpose. That's a recipe for success in my eyes. Love it. I love that. <laughs> that is why you've accomplished a lot at your age. Because yeah, that's beautiful. Those are great things to um, really live by. And, and I'm so excited to see what you're going to do in the future. I mean, I think, you know, you're killing it now, but you have big things coming. So Thank you can't forget you. about us little people. <laughs> oh, stop. Can't even believe I'm on this podcast right now. This is like, <laughs> I've like watched your shows. I follow you girls. It's just like, I don't know. It's, I can't even believe I, I get to just like talk to you. Like, and how much we all have in common is really I amazing. Know. I like, agree. you know, we, we got a lot in common. It's fun. Mm -hmm. Okay, Camille, you can't go anywhere because up next, we're going to have a little fun with you and we are going to play a game called Model Behavior. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops. 
When everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. That is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Play a game. I don't know why I'm like intimidated by this. <laughs> We're like dun dun. If we had alcohol, it'd be really intimidating. But. All right, so our game is model behavior. Okay. You're gonna tell us how you would react to the okay. situation, the fictional situation we're gonna give you. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Okay, number one. You walk into a bookstore and you see someone about to buy 10 copies of your Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue and you're on the cover. How would you react? I would let them check out. I would let them start to walk out and I would say, do you want me to sign those for you? Because I've actually done this before (laughs) at Barnes & Noble. Oh, I love that. And people probably freak out. Yeah, I would 100%. 100% be like, do you want me to sign those for, for you? And then I would say, do you want me to make them out to anybody? Um, but yeah, there was one time they are not sold in CVS and someone was looking for them in CVS and they didn't know that I was there. It was in my hometown. So they went and they were looking for it. And I was in the aisle over with my little sister and they were talking like, I can't find Camille's cover anywhere. Like the mom is the third place. Like I thought they were at CVS. And I was like, Julia, did you hear that? So I actually went over and I was like, hi guys. And they couldn't believe it. There, it was a mom and the daughter. They were freaking out. And I had one in my car. So they walked out and I gave them one in my car and signed it for them. So good times. That's so sweet. (laughs) They'll never forget that Mm -mm. for as long as they live. They will never forget. I love it. Something that would be great to film. Couldn't do it. I felt awkward. Right. (laughs) Somehow though, the rock can film it. Right. Cause I'm like, how does he capture all those moments? 
it's I would need like a camera crew with me, like Will Smith style or something. Like, yeah. I don't know. Situation number two, you're on a modeling shoot and someone hands you a snake to pose with. How would you react? A real snake. Okay. That actually happened on the sports illustrated shoot, but not with me. And I can't believe you asked this question because I knowing MJ, she, she does things like this. Hence she has done that. Um, I would do it. I would, I would trust and would be petrified, but I was actually thinking about it. I was like, I wonder since we're going to this Island, like there's always, whenever in your a place that you're not so familiar with, there's always some sort of creature that's there. That's foreign to us. And I'm like, what is she going to do? But Instead, I was out on a, a boat and I actually, I'm excited for these videos to come out because I was bending over backwards on a sailboat that was like, like this in the water and stood up on the sail, holding the sail while it's like blowing in the wind. And I had to act like that was completely normal and I was fine with it. So oh, <laughs> I'm up for the challenge. Gosh. I'd be terrified. I would be terrified. I'm though. scared of the ocean. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. Ocean. Oh, I thought you meant with the snake. Well, snake's terrifying too. Yeah. But being in a cell that the waves are going. I'd rather like, do that than, than have a snake. I don't know. I don't know if I'd yeah, do the snake. Actually, I good point. Do I don't know. Let me put it into context. If I was doing a shoot that I didn't know ahead of time, that I was going to be holding the snake and it wasn't something it's like sports illustrated sports illustrated. I would do it on the spot. The other people I'd be like, did you talk to my people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sports illustrated, I, would do it. I don't know where the snake's from guy like found yeah, it on yeah. the side. Here you no, go. They need to train them with the gloves and they're there and they're yeah. All right. Situation number three, you make dinner plans with a friend to take them out for their birthday. And you realize when the check comes that you forgot your credit card at home, how do you react? Oh, that sucks. Um, <laughs> I would, I would, I mean, I wouldn't have the money. So I have to be honest. I would say, I love you. I totally forgot my money. I will give you cash Venmo or send the money straight in your account, whatever you decide that's most convenient for you. I love you. I will pay you ASAP. <laughs> uh, that's a good thing about having a twin. I'd be like, Nicole. <laughs> you're right. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. I forgot my card at home too, Brie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. I need to like have a day with you girls. I know. We honestly do a good happy hour. We would have a lot of fun. Oh, I'm craving a good happy hour. <laughs> Gronk returns to the WWE and he announces on live TV that you're going to be his new tag team partner without consulting you. How would you react? And tag okay. team as you're going to get in the ring and wrestle. Oh my gosh. Like one time or forever and always. Well, like you guys would do a really good storyline. We'll say wrestle. Yeah. Good storyline going into WrestleMania the, for a big match. I would definitely do that just because in the, and I'm saying this in the most non-sexual way, like we wrestle, like we literally wrestle yeah. and he, yeah. and, and I have to fight back because he doesn't, I don't think he like realizes his strength sometimes. He'll like body slam me on the bed with clothes. Like I just feel like this could get real sexual quickly. He'll, like body slam me. And like, I like can't We've all been there. And I'm like, my ribs, Rob. And then I have to like push him off me. And then we like wrestle. Cause if he hurts me, it's game over. And I have strong lower half of my body. Like my thighs can crush his, his skull. So I would- <laughs> I would really be down for it, especially if we like, get yeah. actually, if we were a tag team, that means we have to be like getting along, right? 
Yeah, we maybe we'll just make it a singles match and it's you versus yeah. Tim. Yeah. That sounds more fun. Yeah. But I, yeah. I like this idea. I think there's something really good here. I think I Mr. Vince McMahon, you need to book something because you two in the ring would be <laughs> pretty hot. We'd probably do better yeah. as a tag team, but if we were together, like I would want him on my side just because he is a he's really, really good at um I mean, even for fun with the kids, he likes to pretend to bash their heads into things and he, he loves to do a WWE style wrestle with them. So that's I, mean, so I couldn't cute. imagine all those boys growing up. I have two kids, one being a boy. And I just, I really give a lot of credit to mothers, especially who had to raise more than one boy in their house. Mm-hmm. Oh. They're wild. There was black eyes. Like there was a normal thing. Like you, if you were the younger one, you probably got a black eye and that was... Gosh. They were used oh. to it. Oh my god! Yeah, to be the younger one in a major household, that would be tough. Right. Well, Ross, second to youngest out of the five, which I feel like a lot of people don't. Oh really? That. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that's why he's a good football yeah. player. He, you know, had to. He had to be like yeah. strong and tough and <laughs> know all about tackling. Mm-hmm. Well, Camille, we always <laughs> love to end our episodes. Little affirmation, inspiration. You've inspired us so much already throughout this interview, which. I've just loved having you on and we're going to have to continue our combos one day and happy hour. um, What's a quote that you live by or something you can leave our listeners with? I would say, don't compare yourself to anybody else. You are your biggest competition in the end. Mm, I I love that. Amen. Yep. It goes a long way because I do. I feel like nowadays we do that. Comparing is one of the biggest things and sometimes we forget that. It's so easy to do. Yeah. So especially with social media, you're right. It's so easy. And it's like, uh, it's just so sad what it does to people. Mm -hmm. I have to remind myself all the time of what I just said. That's why I like to say it. Because if I'm telling others, I'm like, I need to um, feel what I preach. And again, scroll the finger or like just what you see right in front of your face or even being in castings or different auditions or even as a model, it's so easy to manipulate yourself and just I constantly have to remind myself you are your biggest competition Camille do not compare everyone is uniquely you yeah you hold power in that just remind constantly remind yourself of that it's freeing once you feel that yeah I love that you you could tell you really do the work on you and I I commend you for that that's amazing oh Oh, there Well, thank you so much, Camille, for coming on. And we will be looking for you on Wipeout and then everything else that's coming up. And good luck with your photo shoot. um, Thank you. I can't wait to see that. I love you too. I can't say it enough. Immediately when I met you, you two are like radiating such kind. I can't explain. I don't even know. It was was something that you don't. (laughs) You don't get to experience through the television screen or in a podcast or in social media. Like I hope that all of your listeners run into you one day. It'll, that'll be a lot for you too, but it just, mm. you two just exude something that's just so welcoming and warming. And it's really, really rare to find in this industry. So yeah, I feel lucky to have you two in my corner and have me on and met, meet you because yeah. I have nothing but amazing things to tell people just from meeting you so briefly. So you Aww. guys are special. Seriously. Thank you. Yeah. That means so much. You have no idea. So, so much. Thanks, girls. Thank you. See you. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bellas Podcast today. Make sure to join Bree and I on the Bellas Podcast Instagram this Friday as we go live. And you never know what Bree's going to say. <laughs>
We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.